You're listening to Give Me the Bible with Len. Today's topic is entitled Bibles for Breakfast. Hello my radio friends, it's good to have you join me today. Instead of a Bible study today, it's time I share with you another story. And this is a very inspiring story with an ending that's sure to surprise you and will give you confidence in our mighty Creator, God. The story is from a book entitled The Seventh Day Ox by Bradley Booth and published by the Review and Herald Publishing Association. So, get comfortable, and here we go. Alexander and Natasha were a young couple living in a fifth-floor apartment in Novosibirsk, Russia. They were both working, and they had no children, although they had two dogs, Siberian Huskies. Boris was the name of the young dog, and Lexi, the older one, was his mother. Alexander worked as a security officer in a bank. Although he wasn't trained to be a security officer, he was tall and well-built and looked the part. At his side, he wore a handgun. His pay was not high, and with Natasha working as manager of the high-rise apartment block where they lived, they had just enough money to survive. But standing as guard in the bank was boring, and often Alexander thought about the communist slogan, a job for everyone and everyone for a job. And he also thought about how difficult life is in Russia. They could afford no luxuries, and their meals were simple. Borscht was the standard fare for tea at night, as onions, potatoes, beet and cabbage was plentiful, although sometimes it was almost impossible to buy such items as apples or toilet paper. Alexander longed to buy his wife something new and pretty, like he saw from time to time in some Western contraband magazines. But such items were out of their financial range. As he walked home one evening, Alexander felt despondent. He wondered why people had to live on mere basics. He wondered about the meaning of life, and he wondered whether or not the hard existence he and Natasha had to endure would ever change for the better. Upon entering their humble apartment, Boris sprang to greet his master, and Alexander gave him a big bear hug. Lexi, with more sedateness, came to Alexander for her greeting. The dogs knew that after the evening meal, they would be taken out for a walk. It must have been hard for them to be cooped up all day long. Natasha noticed how Alexander seemed despondent at dinner and asked, What is it, Alex? 
He replied that he had a headache and his replacement at the bank was late again as usual, so he had to stay on longer. And then he complained about the cold weather with the biting wind. These winters never seem to let up, he grumbled. After dinner, Alexander expressed his unhappy feelings even more. Sometimes I feel as though life is so pointless, he blurted out. Does life have any meaning? Why are we here at all? What do we have to look forward to? Surely there must be something more to life than just getting up in the morning, eating, going to work, coming home, eating again and going to sleep. There has to be something more. There has to be a reason for life a meaning for our existence. Natasha tried to cheer her husband up, although she had noticed lately that Alexander often seemed depressed. While they were discussing what Alexander had on his mind, a sudden, unexpected knock came at their door. Who could it be, they wondered. Was it the KGB? Was it a neighbour? Was it the police? Alexander turned the lock on the door and opened up just a little. To his relief, it wasn't the KGB or the police. Instead, a handsome young man, dressed neatly and wearing a tie, smilingly greeted Alexander. Hello, he said. I'm Leonov Tsirkovsky. I'm a book salesman bringing good news to homes in this neighbourhood. Did you say good news? asked Alexander. What could possibly be good news? The price of bread is up and this winter seems to last forever. Besides all that, I have a headache today. I can see your day has not been so good. Stress is not a good thing. Fortunately, the books I have can help bring new meaning and peace to your life. Do you read, comrade? Leonid said. Books cost money and we're not interested, gruffed Alexander. At that moment the two dogs pushed their way to the friendly stranger who patted them and seemed comfortable in his presence. I used to have a Siberian husky myself. Gosha was his name. Your dogs remind me so much of him. Alexander was surprised that his dog seemed so relaxed in the presence of this friendly stranger. So he invited Leonid in and asked about the books. Leonid showed the two books he was selling. One was the Bible and the other was called The Great Controversy. Both these books you can read again and again. The Bible explains the meaning of life and tells about how God loves each and every person on the planet. It tells how sin and trouble came to this earth and explains the history of the Jewish nation. The other book, The Great Controversy, is all about the history of the Christian church from Roman times right down to our day. Alexander's attention was now caught. He loved history, so he and Natasha invited the young man inside the flat 
and listened intently as Leonid explained how sin came into the world and about Jesus coming to this sin-drenched planet to provide an escape and of many other things. Alexander could not get enough of what Leonid told them. It was so interesting and fascinating. Despite the fact that Alexander and Natasha had only a little money put away to buy food, Alexander exclaimed, We'd like to buy both books. Can we get them and pay for them now? Leonid explained that the two books he had with him were his samples, but he would be prepared to come back in a few days' time with their books. He also explained that he had many orders from other people who also wanted to buy the books. Alexander, afraid that he might miss out, pressed Leonid to take the money regardless. Alexander's feelings of depression vanished and he and Natasha listened to what Leonid was telling them. It seemed as if a warm glow had descended on them and they were excited to learn more. I suspect there was rejoicing in heaven as the angels witnessed the interest of this young Russian couple in the things of God. Time had slipped away so quickly. It was late, and Leonid apologised for keeping Alexander and Natasha up so long. They, however, apologised to him and hoped he would come again soon and have dinner with them. Before he left, Leonid prayed, and Alexander and Natasha were amazed that this young man seemed to address God as a good friend. Leonid said goodbye, patted the dogs, and disappeared into the cold night. Alexander and Natasha were so overjoyed at the good news. Leonid called the gospel. This was all so new to them. They could hardly wait for the books to come, so they could read them for themselves. Now these kinds of books were rare in Russia at this time because the communist government forbade the making and selling of such books. If the authorities found these books, they'd be confiscated. Not only that, the owning of such books could jeopardise one's job. The next few days passed quickly. Before they knew it, Leonid was knocking at their door at night. He was made most welcome in their simple home. Leonid told them about a little old babushka, that's a grandmother, who had been praying to send someone who would help her learn about God. When he knocked at her door, she invited him in straight away. When he asked why she told him, and when he asked why, she told him she'd been expecting him because in a dream, she saw a shining man who told her that someone was coming to her door with books that would tell her about God. Alexander asked, Was the shining man from God? I believe he was, answered Leonid. 
because in her dream the babushka saw the titles of the two books the man was bringing. They were the same titles as your new books. Leonid explained some of the promises in the Bible and where to find them. Before he left, they prayed together and then he asked a favour. In a box he brought with him were some Bibles he was to deliver that evening, only to find that the customers were not home. He also explained that he had to take a train to Sokolovo that night to visit his sick mother. He would be away for two days. Would it be all right if Alexander and Natasha could keep the books for him until he came back? Well, they were only too pleased to help. Leonid left. Alexander and Natasha quickly washed and dried the dishes and began to read, and we're going on straight after the little break. The chimes of time ring out Was that someone new? You may have longed for added strength, your courage to renew. Do not be disheartened, for I It is no secret what God can do. What He's done for others, He'll do for you. they were reading, a peace settled over them, and a warm joy filled their hearts. Sunday was a little warmer, and to Alexander and Natasha's surprise, Uncle Vitelli and Aunt Marina showed up. Uncle Vitelli had a surprise to share. The news was that he was going to buy an old, small car. He'd been saving money for years. The car had been sitting in a storage room where he worked, and they had to get rid of it. He could buy it cheap for 600 roubles, although it needed some repairs. The two dogs wanted action and barked, 
So to get some peace and quiet, Alexander put them in the small storage room where he had put the box of Bibles for Leonid. During dinner, Alexander and Natasha excitedly shared their news about the books they had just bought and wished they had 600 roubles so they could get more. Uncle Vitelli was very interested, and Natasha said, We love them. Uncle Vitelli said that when they were finished with the great controversy, he would like to read it, and also the Bible. They had a great evening together, but they clean forgot about the dogs. The next morning, while Alexander and Natasha were eating their breakfast of kasha, potatoes and sour cream, they discussed the new direction their lives were taking. They read for a while from their new books, and Alexander said that he should take the dogs for a walk before he went to work. The dogs? They'd been so quiet they were completely forgotten. They were still shut up in the back room. Natasha went to get them and then shrieked, You naughty dogs! What have you done? Oh no, this is terrible! Alexander rushed to the room and there before him was a scene of carnage. Leonid's box of books had been knocked off the small table and lay on its side on the floor. Bibles and books had been dragged out and scattered all over the place. Not only that, but pages had been torn out and covers had teeth marks imprinted in them, while others had been gnawed beyond recognition. This was a disaster, and Alexander and Natasha felt responsible as the books had been left in their care. With a heavy heart, Alexander took the dogs for a walk, while Natasha cleaned up the mess. Back at the apartment, Alexander and Natasha sat down and surveyed the damage Of the twenty-one books, fourteen of them were ruined beyond repair. They wondered what they would say to Leonid. God had sent him with a message of hope and good news, and they wondered how they would repay him for the damage. Alexander scolded Boris the young dog, but that didn't help at all. Well, there's only one thing we can do, exclaimed Alexander. We will have to find the money from somewhere to pay for the damage. At work that day, Alexander tried praying, but his prayers seemed to go no further than the ceiling. Finally, remembering what Leonid had once said, Everything works out for the best when you work for God. Alexander bowed his head once more and prayed, Lord, only you can help us get past this disaster. 
Please, perhaps something good will result. And he left the problem with the Lord. At home, Natasha expressed her anguish about their dilemma. And although Alexander was still troubled, he had confidence that eventually everything would turn out all right. Sooner than expected that evening, there was a knock on the door. There stood Leonid. After a few pleasantries, Alexander asked Leonid to sit down, for he had something important to tell him. Natasha knew what was coming and burst into tears. Sadly, Alexander announced, Oh, Leonid, last night some relatives visit us, visited us and our dogs have torn your lovely box of books to shreds. Instead of bursting into a rage, Leonid sat quietly and listened, then said, Natasha, Alexander, I am so sorry that this has happened, but these are God's books. What might be bad news for us is not bad news for God. If he has allowed Boris and Lexi to ruin his books, he can take care of it. Leonid spoke of how in the Bible is recorded where God had turned other disasters into miracles. Then he reassured Alexander and Natasha. God is a God of miracles. He's not limited by our earthly troubles. Our faith is more important to him. Maybe Satan used your dogs to try to stop people from reading these books. But let us have a look at them anyway. Natasha went and got the box of books from the hallway cupboard where she'd put them. You see, you see, she said, even the box has been chewed, as she placed the box on the table, then tearfully proceeded to open the box. How, how can this be? she exclaimed. I don't believe it. Are my eyes deceiving me? To everyone's amazement, not a book was marked. No pages were torn or missing. Every single book was like it had never been touched. It's a, it's a miracle! It's a miracle! Alexander exclaimed. Those books were chewed and ruined. I saw them with my own eyes. How could they have been restored? Leonid spoke. Alexander and Natasha. God has provided for you. He has heard your prayers because you called on him. He has rewarded your faith because you trusted him.
And together, the three of them bowed in prayer, thanking God for his mercy and deliverance. The dogs had Bibles for breakfast, but God demonstrated his love and power by doing the seemingly impossible for Alexander and Natasha, who put their trust in the Lord. God is a good God. He's willing to help you too. Like Alexander and Natasha, you need to put your trust in him. Today, tomorrow, and always. And you know what? You won't be sorry that you did. Someone new, and just give me one more, and you see someone new. 